0: You're listening to The Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in the world of The Biggest Loser television show. We're going to give you a little bit of a recap, tell you what's going on in our lives. And today, we are very honored to have like not just one guest, but many guests in our show this week. Father Roderick, do you want to give people a clue on what I'm talking about as far as our many guests?
0: Well, we've got a whole bunch of audio feedback recordings that we're going to play. So many of you have uh, called in, phoned in, sent us uh, MP3 files to let us know how you are doing or, or calling with questions. And that's what we love. This is just as much our show as it is your show. And we're all on this journey to, to become or to continue to be
1: big losers. So we love to hear from the community. Absolutely. And uh, we are going to turn to your audio feedback in just a few moments. And then I'm actually even going to bring in some written feedback. But Father Roderick, it's been maybe a couple of weeks since we've actually sat down and really talked about what we've been seeing on the TV show, The Biggest Loser, because we've had these interviews and everything. So uh, you're all caught up this week, right? I'm all caught up and uh, I'm
0: loving it. Uh, the, the season is almost coming to an end. We're getting into the final weeks and so it's the big question of course who's going to end up being the final 4 and and these eliminations become more and more painful because of course the 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 contestants that are left know each other so well and they've gone through so much and so you know it's it's getting really you know uh,
1: it, every every ending of the show is almost like a tearjerker now <laughs> it's
0: like it-
2: oh no.
1: it's amazing how just watching a show for you know 15 16 weeks how you become so connected to these people yeah
0: but it's also because i mean these are great candidates they're all very nice and and they've got very strong personalities and uh and they're likable At least the the people that are left in the house are very likable. I wouldn't (laughs) say that every candidate was that much likable. But I really, really like the guys and people that are in the house right now. And I I have incredible respect for what they've been able to pull off.
1: And, And this year has been, again, it's been an amazing season if you see how far they've come. Right. At, well, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I, I took a little bit of uh, notes here. Not a whole lot, but uh, took a couple notes from week 14. So this was three episodes back. This was the episode where Coley gave in to the temptation to help Sam and nope. and ate 3,500 calories. Or wait, no, oh. that's not right. Wait a second. My my, my notes are off. Uh, much more. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's I three thousand for breakfast, I think, and I, you, continue, I, you got over ten thousand. Yeah, that's that's right. It, it was it was some ridiculous number. One of the things that I wrote down though is this temptation was, of course, they had everybody was going to eat on their own, and they mm-hmm. were put in 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 a room where there, number one the cafeteria was completely off limits, but in this room was a whole buffet of options. Yeah. And in there was the food that you could just, I mean, you can just tell in, you know, breakfast food, you walk in and it had to have smelled of bacon and, and Mm -hmm. all this amazing stuff. One thing that I noticed there, uh, there was a piece of chocolate cake Mm -hmm. sitting there and it says one piece of this cake is 1,379 calories. (laughs) That's yeah. That's your entire calorie allowance if you are trying to lose weight. No, that's crazy. One piece of cake, and and here is the thing. You know, I am sitting there because, of course, you and I are both calorie counters. We 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 know we know how to keep track of our calories. And of course, Coley. I mean, he he was very uh, strategic. He knew he wanted to eat more than anybody else. And I'm sitting there watching this show and I'm like, what are you doing eating this low calorie stuff? I mean, and when I say low calorie, I mean, you know, as far as your goal, he's eating a slice of bacon, you know, or, you know, he's eating like six slices of bacon. I'm like, dude, just go and get that cake and eat that entire cake and you're done. <laughs> Nobody could beat you. It's like, just go for the cake and you would have it for the day. He could have actually done everything he did throughout the entire day. He could have had at breakfast but, with, without know, making I- himself sick. I think he was also
0: enjoying it. I mean, he was, yeah. despite the fact that, you know, he must have learned so much about food, but he was still, you know, like, oh, I'm going to eat this. Oh, I'm going to eat that. And, he, you know, he, I think he took advantage of, of the fact that he had already told himself, you know, I'm just going to overeat. And so, and I'm going to have a great time doing it. And perhaps he
1: just just doesn't like chocolate cake. <laughs> there you go. Well, the one thing I did notice, though, is watching him eat all that food, was make oh. it was painful.
0: Oh, it, it was making me sick, really. I was like, I couldn't even eat like one third of what he's eaten. Yeah. I, it just, ugh. Oh. And he wasn't the only candidate. And that was quite surprising. Even some of the other contestants that were not going for the main prize, they were still making unhealthy choices. Yes. And- and and that was that was strange. That was a little bit disconcerting. It's like either they just you know they don't care that much because they they know that they're gonna work it off anyway, um, or they still haven't learned and they are still underestimating. Uh, not just it is because it's not just about the calories. It's also the quality of the food that you eat. And a lot of the junk that was in that room was just so bad for you. It's either completely packed with with uh, sugar. Um, chocolate or uh, things clogging up your arteries or it had you know, like huge amounts of sodium in it it, it, it just it, it can't be good for you in any way right so boy oh boy some other it, and, go ahead yeah you know, looking at a challenge like that makes me realize at least how much I've learned over the years yeah. and I'm I, I'm not saying that I make always the best choices when it comes to food but at least I know the, what i'm eating and i know that if i'm eating something that's not good I, I i know that at least and i and that's something you know two years ago three years ago i would have seen that that show on tv and i was like oh,
1: oh that's the best food in the world yeah like no 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 that's really bad food <laughs> you're absolutely right and, and and i and i share that same thing you know there are still there are still days when i will actually sit down and just break down and eat something that ugh, I just know this isn't healthy. And matter of fact, and I, and and I even, is like, I'm sitting there eating this and I'm like, man, this, this tastes really good. But in 45 minutes from now, I'm going to be wanting to take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, why am I doing this? I don't have time for a nap today. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, it, it is funny when you, when you become educated on foods and what they do to your body and how they work with your body and the chemicals react and all this other stuff, you really do have an understanding of, you know, you can look at your day and say, you know what, today I, I can't be eating that because I, I need I need to have my mental clarity and focus. And, and if I don't have, if I eat this, I know that that's going to destroy that. Exactly. It's not just that you understand a lot about food, but also about
0: the processes uh, about, because food is just one of the elements in, in of the problem, but it's also, you know, why do you eat that stuff? It's sometimes because I'm frustrated, and I do recognize these moments now, and so it becomes easier to find alternatives to just eating, um, and I understand why my body is reacting to food in a certain way. I, I remember that when I was a student, I was always, like, after, after dinner in the evening, I would get so incredibly sleeping, and then I had to study. And and I couldn't. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Now, when I look back at the type of food that they served as in seminary, I totally understand why that why that happened because it was loaded with fat. It was way too much. It was very salty. And so I would just get a sugar crash. It, it, just, it was just so much food to process that my body actually needed to dedicate a lot of energy to that. And so it would take it away from the energy that I wanted to spend on my studies. And I think if I would do it again, I just probably completely skip dinner, you know, at the dinner table, or I would ask for some really low calorie thing. And I would eat more in the, in the morning and, and, and at lunch, but certainly not in the evening when I would know that I had to, that, that I would have to study for another two or three hours. Yeah.
1: With that being said, I, I do want to say this, I hope that I, well, the, well, the truth is I'm actually, I am faced with that temptation that happened in, in that episode uh, on a regular basis. When I, whenever I go out to eat or uh, I go to a party and and there's a whole smorgasbord of ideas and and uh, options to choose from. And, you know, usually there's some healthy choices there, but man, there's those, those foods that just, you know, take me back to, to happy times and, and that emotional yeah. eating. I'll tell you what, I, I really understand the the struggle that those people faced, and for those who actually went into that room and did not overdo themselves, but actually stayed within their calorie budgets, I I, I tell you, what, I got to hand it to them. I don't know how they can do that. That is that is pure willpower right there. Willpower, and I think also the drive to win yeah. to end up
0: the final four, and that that is a very strong, you know, stimulus. Yes. And and I think it's very true what Pete said last week. Um, It's not just a journey during the Biggest Loser contest, but it's, it's something, it's a struggle, it's a fight for the rest of your life. It's something that you cannot give up, you cannot say, well, now I'm here, I've lost all this weight. Now I can sit back and relax and go back to my old routine. It's not going to work like that. You'll pack on the pounds immediately. Yeah, and so it's it's this ongoing, and it's it's never easy. It, and I that's what I appreciated from from last week that he said, you know, I, I've had my moments after the Biggest Loser, even knowing all this and having gone through the whole thing. I just, you know, I gained ten pounds, and yeah. then I woke up and I was like, wait a minute, do I really want this? No, let's go back to exercising. And and it, I was. It was so my journey because <laughs> I'm having these lapses where, you know, for for a couple of weeks, I, I kind of slack off and I, I forget to to work out or I give up on, on working out and I I start to be very you know, um, negligent when it comes to my diet, and I, I can immediately see that the pounds are 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 increasing and so you know, but it's it becomes easier and easier to actually realize that because I know what's going
1: on and 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 and. And you know also what to do against it. There are two other things that I made note of from week fourteen. It was a it was a great episode. Uh, one of them was O'Neill. Uh, do you remember the push ups that he did? Oh yeah. So he, I mean, th- this guy. I, I there's no way I would have ever dreamed he would be able to do this. But they have these platforms where they have people try to do a, um, a static jump right up onto the platform. We remember somebody last season, did, you know, that was their, you know, the one thing they just could never accomplish. Well, they had two of those platforms, and O'Neal actually saw somebody else doing it uh, where he was, had his feet on one of the platforms, he had his hands on the other platform, in midair doing push-ups. and without being asked to do it without being told to do it i mean the trainers had nothing he went over there got on that those stools and and started doing push-ups and bob's chin almost fell to the floor (laughs) yeah as as did mine i'm like that is impressive and that was inspirational well he's he's been pushing himself
0: all the way to the end unbelievable
1: he had he had uh, he had re-injured his knee and his brother passed away. And that week he still ended up losing eight pounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is amazing. And the only other note that I have here, and it's a, and this, I think, is probably my favorite thing from week 14. And that is Ashley. When she arrived on the Biggest Loser campus, she was diagnosed with type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. And after 14 weeks, she goes back in to get checked out. She no longer has diabetes.
0: Yeah, that's, that's amazing. A lot of these illnesses are, are reversible, reversible. And it's something that Dr. Monty also, uh, that we, we had him as a guest a couple of weeks ago. And he also stresses that it's like a lot of these illnesses are actually a direct result of your diet. And if you change your diet, if you change your lifestyle, you will see that you will get better. And, uh, and, and and there was also something in the uh, the last I think it was the last episode where they showed uh, the, the transformation. You know, it was makeover time. Oh yeah, and they showed clips of how these people looked before the makeover when they first entered the ranch. And I think you saw some images of of people. I think it was this, um, the same girl, um, and she had to be on a almost on a respirator when she got to bed because she had
1: severe sleep. Uh, apnea is that how you call it? Yes, sleep apnea, and she, yeah, she had one of those breathing machines.
0: Oh man! And apparently, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that that's gone too. Uh, you see, a lot of these contestants actually getting rid of all that
1: equipment and all those problems, because just because they they shed so much weight. Absolutely. And, and and again, I know I've shared it here before, but uh, even still, I've been to the doctor several times. I, I'm hoping that I'm done with the doctor for a while. But every time I go to the doctor, they check my blood pressure and, and I, it blows me away every single time. She, she checks my blood pressure now and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, wait a second. What's my blood pressure? And, 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 Aren't you supposed to look in horror at the? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and and then she says it's it's normal. And I said, is it normal, normal, or is it just borderline? I'm just below you saying something. She goes, no, you're 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 perfectly normal. And wow. and Father Roderick, I used to be on blood pressure medicine. Really? Yeah. Um- I used to be on, it was a very light dosage, but I was on, I was on blood pressure medicine and, and I'll tell you what, ever since, it's actually, as soon as I dropped, it was around the 20 to 30 pound mark. I had no longer had any blood pressure issues. Wow. So, wow.
0: You know, it's, it's something that I really liked about the, the last episode, the makeover episode. It's kind of light on the content. But the transformation is so cool to see. And what I really love always is that they, these contestants all s- tell us how great they feel, how different they feel from when they first entered the ranch. And you can see that how much energy they have. And even Mike, who is still a beast, and and still has like another person to lose. I think he said he I, I've lost at least I've lost one male contestant and now I gotta lose another female contestant in yeah. terms of weight. Um, but he's got this drive to become healthy and, and it's already feeling so good despite the fact that he's still pretty pretty obese. Um, and, and but to see his drive to totally to go the whole way to go all the way to the end. I love that. And it's so motivating. And it's like, if
1: they can do it, what am I complaining about the, the few pounds that I need to lose? Yeah. Well, we, and we talked about how, you know, last week I was inspired to go run a 5k on the treadmill. Uh, did we talk yeah. about that
0: last week? I don't know. I, th- I don't think so. I, I heard you talking about it on your podcast, oh, uh, pursuing yeah. a balanced life. And I
1: think that we talked about it on Facebook, but yeah, yeah. You, you actually ran 5k yeah so so i i can't believe i didn't mention this last week but you know we had a lot of other things going on but yeah but it's worth mentioning again (laughs) well if i did so here's the deal last week i'm i'm watching this 5k in texas and, and 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 i'm not kidding you it was right after the show went off and i'm like you know what? I did, Matter of fact, I hear 5k. I've heard so many people talk about couch to 5k couch to 5k. Of course, you know, I don't know what a kilometer is. I have no clue because you know, we're on, we're on the U S system here and not the metric, but, uh, uh, anyway, we, I had no idea how long this was, but it came out through this episode that a, that a 5k is just over 3.1 miles. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all a 5k is. And then I'm like, seriously, and so I actually Googled it just to confirm. Oh, seriously, true. 5K, and I'm and I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? I know I can, I know I can run a a minimum of a mile, a mile and a half. I've done that mm-hmm. before. I'm gonna go to the Y, and so this was a beautiful sunny day. I mean, this was a gorgeous day, and to uh-huh. go outside and walking would have just been delightful. But I was like, you know what? No, I tonight I am running a five k. and I went to the to the YMCA, got on the treadmill and and I, yeah, actually, I, I know I had to talk about this because I remember you saying you did interval training. Oh, yeah, could be. I don't know. Okay, so you guys have so we so we have <laughs> talked about this. So I did a five k, but not only did I do one, I went back the second night and did another five k. Cool. Was it easier or was it more difficult? It was more. It was more difficult the second night because the second night my knee started hurting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. You got to be
0: careful, of course, not to over overdo it. Yeah. Uh, but it. But it's. It's. That's good news, and I think if you take it easy for a couple of days, you know that knee will won't have any problems. I, I had the same thing uh, just a, two, three days ago. I, it was lousy weather. It has been lousy weather. And usually I've, I take that as an excuse not to do anything because <laughs> I've got a, a, a bit of a problem with my right arm. I think I've got a little bit of an infection because of, I don't know, probably doing too much computer work or doing too much Farmville. <laughs> 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 um, and so I cannot really do push-ups or anything with my upper body. And so running for me is is the most practical way right now to do my uh, my exercise but because it's been raining for so many days I usually tend to do nothing and I after last week again Pete was very motivating and I was like I got to do something I got to go out there and running I got to do at least one hour every day and so I went out for a run but I was still very tired and that that run was difficult it was really hard and I think it was because my my body was just you know, I was like, what are you doing to me now? What, you're running? Wait a second, I'll give you some pain in your knee. And so that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I did a little bit more than a 5K, but, uh, but barely. And, um, and so I came home and, 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 you know, I could have been discouraged by the fact that, hey, wait, I cannot even do a, a 5K without getting pain in my knee. Uh, I took one day of, of rest. And then I did another run. But this time, instead of doing it late in the afternoon when I was already completely tired, I did it early in the morning when I felt really energized. I took some time to stretch to do a a proper warm-up, which I hadn't done before. And despite the fact that it was really raining hard, um, I did uh, like an hour all of a sudden. And it felt great. It felt so good. And, And so this morning, I did another hour. Just really easy. I wasn't going for speed, but I was just, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy myself. I'm gonna be as relaxed as possible, and somehow that sends a signal to, even to your muscles. If you're relaxed and you're just doing it for fun, it is, it's easier than when there's this stress, like I have to perform. And so I think I'm back. I'm back in, back in the, back in the game, and. And of course, you know, uh, running an hour like that every two days, it's it's doing wonders for my uh, for my weight loss, and I've I've lost uh, almost a kilogram this week, which is about two pounds. Wow, that's awesome!
1: That's so, really cool. so the, the um, week, let, let's talk real quickly here. They sent somebody home this week that was quite a shock and a surprise. Yes, they sent actually one of the cousins home. Um, I forgot his name. Sam. Um,
0: Sam, and Sam has always been, wait, yeah, Sam is this, the, the very muscular one, right? Yes. And he had almost, oh, he was done. I mean, they. I, I think they already concluded that like two weeks ago, like, you're done. You know, you're the fittest person ever to leave the farm, uh, to leave the ranch.
1: And uh, You've been playing too much Farmville.
0: Yes, I think I have. <laughs> Plus, I'm doing a show about Farmville, so I've got the, some of the vocabulary is kind of <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Um, So he's been leaving Farmville No, wait
1: (laughs) Here's the one thing
0: So it it gets really tough To lose weight And so he ends up under the yellow line Together with Mike And I was like, well, from a gameplay perspective From a strategic perspective It would make all the sense in the world To send Mike home Because Mike is a huge threat If he ends up in the final four He's going to win this game because he's got so much more weight to lose, whereas for Sam, it would have been impossible. And so I, I guess that they had other motives to, uh, to vote Sam out. Perhaps they were afraid of you know, the two cousins being a force in, in later stages of the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Perhaps Mike has
1: also won over some people. What do you think? I, I, I really honestly believe it's the heart of those who are still there i the i I really do believe they they look at mike and and all of them are so much closer to to being you know healthy and 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 mike i th- I think he said it best when he kind of gave his you know his speech there mm-hmm. to to try to get people to vote uh to keep him on the on the ranch. he kind of said he said, listen, you know what I'm only a couple pounds under what most of you people started at, but I've yeah. come so far. And I, I really feel like I need to be here to yeah. to to get a little bit further ahead. I want to I want to be able to have the same chance to leave the ranch the way you guys are leaving the ranch. Yeah, and and yeah. And, and, and and I'll tell you what I I think you know for gameplay I think they made a ridiculous decision, but you know what I am glad that, that from a heart level that that some of them have said you know what this guy still does need to be here,
0: and, and I want to see Mike win this. This whole game, I think he's he's very inspiring and and what a what a what a testimony would that be if he could win the biggest loser, yeah being the, the heaviest contestant ever. What do you think I about mean, climbing the Jacob's ladder? Oh, that sounds like a terrible thing. Uh, for those of you that are not watching the show, it's this device. It's, it's it's like a torture device. It's like, uh, it's got these uh wooden bars that move downwards, and 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 you have to climb up in order to stay on the machine. And so they suspended these things uh above a pool, <laughs> and so <laughs> these guys literally had to climb for their life. It, uh, it can- they stayed on. there were two was it darren and uh who was the other one darris and coley oh darris and coley and they stayed on for two and a half hours
1: two and a half hours father Roderick, i don't even i don't want to do anything uh, for two and a half hours no i couldn't even eat for two and a half hours let alone be on a
0: device like that and and uh, jillian were like what that is impossible
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the one guy says, is it still considered peeing in the pool? If I do it from up here? <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Because you can't go to the toilet when you're up there. Oh man, that, that, that is insane. Well, I'll tell you what, um, we're going to go ahead and switch things over here and play a little bit of audio feedback. Uh, we're going to start off with Kim who actually appears to be calling from Kentucky, my hometown.
3: Hello Father Roderick and Cliff, this is Kim in Kentucky, and I wanted to say that I'm really enjoying the Biggest Loser Fan podcast, uh, even though I've never seen the show itself. I've been following Father Roderick for quite a while now on several of his podcasts, including The Healthy Catholic. This podcast introduced me to Cliff, so I've been following you as well on the Pursuing a Balanced Life, and on the podcast. Challenge thing, don't worry, no worries. We understand completely, Cliff. We've all been there. Anyway, um, I've been actively trying to lose weight for just over a year and a half now. The first year, my progress was steady but slow with some ups and downs. And one of the things that really helped me was the Lose It app, which Father Roderick had mentioned. I'm on the Nutrisystem meal plan program, but there's a lot of leeway in your choices there. There's free foods and low-calorie snacks that you can add in. But until you actually track the calories, you do not realize how many calories you're eating during the day. Those low-cal snacks can really add up if you're not careful. Um, Logging your foods is really a key to losing the weight, and the Lose It app works in your exercise as well to give you your net calories for the day. So I agree, that's that's a great app. I started my weight loss journey weighing in at 310, and to date I have lost 83 pounds. Awesome. And Cliff, you're going to like this. The only exercise that I have done to lose this weight has been walking, and usually not even walking outside, but using Leslie Sansone walk-at-home videos. She's very motivating and encouraging, and I can actually follow along with the steps as they aren't complicated. I've lately started to do some strengthening and toning work to firm up a bit, but my primary exercise is walking in my house in front of my computer. Now, I've still got a ways to go. I can say now that I've lost more than I have left to lose. I'm more than halfway there. It's made a tremendous difference in my life. It's not easy at times, and I still revert back to old habits if I'm not careful. But when that happens, like the two of you, I brush myself off and start again. Um, I had hobbled around on a severely arthritic knee for several years, and now it rarely bothers me at all. Um, No limping, nothing. Uh, My overall health and well-being is so much better. I feel good. I'm 48 years old, but now I'm starting to forget that I'm not still in my 30s. And I've also recently accomplished a major goal of mine, Losing the weight that I have now allows me to help in my country's efforts overseas. I'm a civilian engineer who works for the Army, and next month I'll be deploying to Afghanistan to help in the reconstruction efforts there. Losing the weight has made that possible for me. So, Cliff and Father Roderick, thanks for your help and encouragement on this journey. You take care, and God bless.
1: Wow. That's awesome. That is amazing. You know, this is Father Roderick. This is why we started this podcast, isn't it?
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. And encouraging people, and and it's so cool to actually hear from the uh, hear of the results because we, you know, we're doing this show. We're hoping that we're helping people, but we we don't know for sure unless you let us know. And and this is so motivating and. And I just can't believe that you can lose all this weight by walking in front of your computer. Yes. I mean that, that, that's that's incredible.
1: And, and and that's that's the key here. I mean I mean for those of you who are who might be listening to this and you're still, you know, you're still possibly watching the biggest loser with maybe a snack, you know, in your hand. I've been guilty of doing that in my in the, my past, so I'm not no judgment here. Uh, and, and maybe the show hasn't yet motivated you to get moving, but you've, you, you're you you just on the edge. You're on the verge, and you think, man, I just don't know if I have what it takes to go. I mean, here, here Kim, she started out at 310 pounds, but today, she, because of the weight that she's lost, she's able to perform a duty and a task and something that she wants to do now 83 pounds lighter that she would not have been able to do otherwise. And the finish line is almost there. She's
0: She's more than halfway. And, yeah. and that's, that, that must be motivating too, to see that you're, you're almost at your target weight.
1: I'll tell and, you what, I'm going, yeah. I'm going to do something Father Roderick and, and I might, I might be kicking myself for doing this, but uh, we have a, we have a party that's coming up on May 23rd. Mm-hmm. I have, I still have uh, about 16 or 17 pounds to drop um between to to get under 200 pounds but i'm going to set an impossible goal for myself are you ready for this <laughs> i want to be under 200 pounds by may 23rd uh are you sure <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think I want to, I, 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 cause I, I really have, you know, it's these impossible goals that got me to where I am today. You know, I setting these goals and I haven't really set a really strong goal. And, 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 and for some reason I'm just struggling staying consistent with my workouts. You know, when I was, yeah. when I was serious about this stuff before I was, I was walking five, a minimum of five out of every seven days, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes six days a week. And yeah. I was doing all this stuff today, you know, these days I'm, you know, been sick with bronchitis. I think I'm, I think I'm on the edge of being over with that, but I just, I'm probably working out and exercising about three out of seven days a week. And this is not good. I, I want to get under that 200 pounds. And I think I can, I think it's possible to lose. So, how many pounds would that be? So, um, I I need to lose I think I need because see I've been I've actually steadily been going up a couple weeks ago I was stuck at 214 I'd go up Mm -hmm. to 216 back down to 214 I'm probably right now between 216 and 217 so I need to lose 18 pounds okay well
0: that if you if you work out like the people on the ranch that could work I think I'm gonna try it hey Try? There is no try with Yoda. Say. <laughs> do or do not. That, okay. That, okay. So that's but officially wanna, my goal. I want to join you because we're talking about the uh, the Lost finale, aren't we? Yes. That's that's we were both huge fans of Lost, and and Cliff has got this this amazing podcast about Lost, and you're going to organize this big party. By the way, for people that are, live in your area, you might want to check that out actually, because that's going to be that's going to be fantastic to be able to watch the finale with Lost with. You know, with Cliff, with uh, with uh, Stephanie, with uh, a whole bunch of lost fans. If I could do it, I would come. But I'm living a bit far away, so yeah, it's a bit of a walk. <laughs> but you know, I'm going to join you. I'm I'm going to officially put myself here on the line. I need to lose. Um, let's let me just calculate that four kilograms to get to to get back to my regular weight. That is almost nine pounds. I'm going to join you in trying to lose. It's a, a little bit easier than where your your goal is, but I'm going to pledge that I will have lost nine pounds before the finale of lost. <sighs> there you go. I said it. You said can, it. Can we go back and erase this from the recording?
1: <laughs> Not Please. a chance. my friend. <laughs> we are archiving this baby. All, All, right. So, All right. So, so we, so we're both setting big goals and, and of course you can check in with us each week now to find out where we're at. And, uh, I'll post updates on the on the Biggest Loser
0: uh, fan page on on over at Facebook. Oh yeah, that's a great idea, and I'll do the same. I'll post it every day to see, uh, and I'll make a, some calculations on how much I must lose today uh, in uh, per day. Absolutely. Ah, what this, did I just say? <laughs> I know. I, I'm sitting there. Wait, some Thanks. feedback so people will forget. <laughs> All right, let, let's go over to Sarah. Hi, this and Father Roderick. This is
4: Sarah from Wisconsin, and I just want to thank you for talking about The Biggest Loser and bringing it in from a Christian perspective because that has really helped um, with the whole process of a weight loss journey and spirituality because, you know, it it really is all about a balanced life. And also I want to talk about extra gum. It's not as bad as you think it is. I actually call it Bob Gum because I saw a cardboard cutout of him at a gas station once and thought it was hilarious. Um, So what I actually use gum in general for is to curb my appetite after a meal. I tend to overeat at meals so I figure okay if I'm done I'll stick in a piece of gum and then I don't want to eat anything else because I have to take the gum out get another piece and it's just too much of a hassle so I think it definitely does not work as a a snack supplement but it does help to curb your appetite so I hope you guys have a great day thank you for all that you do
1: thank you so much Sarah so somebody there is is using uh extra gum and it is working out so I'm glad to hear that um, let's see here. We're going to move on next to Eric Fisher, and here's what he has to say.
2: Hey, Cliff and Father Roderick. This is Eric Fisher, and uh, I'm calling in for the Biggest Loser Fan podcast. I love the new format. I sat and listened to that as I was driving on a long trip and felt very encouraged and enriched by your discussions. And I just want to weigh in. <laughs> Not literally, but uh, on the um, Splurge Day thing, I had a I had a great week actually. I weighed in. It's it's today's Monday as I record this. I weighed in. I lost three pounds this week. That's seventeen total so far using the Lose It app, and I feel great. Um, and what I did yesterday Sunday night, knowing it was the day the the evening before weigh in, I thought, okay, I've done pretty well this week. I know I have. I have the you know, lose it app to prove it. And, uh, I am way under my calorie limit for Sunday and my wife and my daughter made cupcakes and we sat and figured out the math to figure out how much it was going to be, went through all the work, figured out the cup. One cupcake was only going to be 160 calories, you know, a very acceptable dessert to have, if you're way under your limit, like I was seriously like five or 600 under the limit for the day. It wasn't going to wreck me from, you know, going off the rails or anything. And I decided that I wanted to keep my limit. I wanted to come under that day. I just needed it. I wanted it and I needed it. And I thought to myself, no, I would like to have the cupcake, but I'm going to consciously deny myself that knowing that, If I weigh in tomorrow morning, it will be more because I do this right now. Now, when I get down to my ideal weight and I can run for 20 minutes to a half hour and burn off a huge amount of calories with a lot less effort than it takes me right now, way different situation. A cupcake will not be something that I reach for every single moment of the day, but I will allow myself a lot more enjoyable foods like that then, but not now. Now, it still is a struggle to walk and and do all these, you know, minimal activities to burn as much as I can. And you know that it's true because you're right there with me. So anyway, good job on the show. Loving it. I'm a fan. All right, Eric, thank you so much. I, I want to give people an update. Since he's
1: left that, I want to let you know that Eric Fisher has also ran a 5K on a treadmill. Did he? Yes. I, I thought he was just trying to get there he was just trying to get there but he had heard uh both of the episodes or the episode where i did both of my 5k runs uh and he he actually told me this week he's he went and did it and it took him i think he, he he took it pretty slow but he uh went at like 48 minutes i think wow so that's that's good that is awesome. I'll tell you, it's so neat to hear the different way people are approaching this and, you know, for, for the food thing, you know, it, it it has a lot to do. I I don't, I don't want to discourage anybody, but one of the things that I try to do is not talk about uh, denying myself foods anymore. That's and and Eric. That's the one thing I'll, I'll I'll say is, is, um, even, even the word denying myself, even, even using that language, I think it, um subconsciously programs my my mind to feel like I'm actually keeping my body from having something that it that it, you know, that you know, it's like, listen, i'm just I'm denying myself. And what i what happened for me in the paradigm shift, the way that I think about food, is I don't think about denying myself sweet snacks as much as now, you know, it's like, what am I going to do to to treat my body? I, I'm going to instead of, uh, having a cupcake for dessert I want to have a piece of fruit or a smoothie for dessert uh because I want to give my my body something that is so good for it mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know it's I just heard the word deny myself that cupcake today so that tomorrow when I weigh in it, it has good results you need to
0: build your uh, your motivation on positive thinking it's yeah. always that, that works much better. It's like the same thing. If you, if, you, if you cannot do certain things, you can either tell yourself, you know, I failed. I, I missed this opportunity. I, I didn't do my job. Or you can say, I'm, I'm presently struggling with, but, you know, it's, it's a whole different approach. It's like, I, I'm not yet there, but I'm getting there. That's a whole different way of think, thinking. So the, the self-talk, the internal talk is, is very important in this whole process. And the more positive you can formulate it for yourself... Yeah, so instead of saying, I'm going to deny myself, let's say bacon, tell yourself, no, I'm going to treat myself to eating, I don't know, some, uh, some celery, or
1: something well, that is healthy for me. I'm going to eat some nuts and, uh, and I'm going to enjoy that. Exactly. And, and, but, and here's the deal. I mean, Eric is, is brand new into the, this, I mean, it, well, brand new. It, it, he's about two or three months into it now. And he's already seeing some significant change, and and of course I I know that he's watching Food Inc. He's you know watched Jamie Oliver and and all the other stuff. So I I know that he's on track. He's on board, and and uh, I more than anything I just want to say for our listeners out there who haven't heard about the idea of just focusing on the positive, and and giving your body a the gift of good food uh, versus quote unquote, just thinking that you're denying yourself because I, I really struggled with that. I, I for the longest time I was denying myself good things. And mm-hmm. and when I say good things, I mean things that were, that my body desired and stuff like that from habit. Uh, but today, like yesterday, I went out to lunch yesterday, father, I did not count my calories yesterday at all. Um, I, I just, I just felt, you know what today I'm not going to count my calories. And Stephanie says, let's go out to lunch. We went out and had pizza yesterday and pizza is one of those items. To be honest with you, that for me to get full eating pizza, I it, it takes it, it's it's too many calories. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I just don't get full on pizza because and, and I don't think it's necessarily being full. But pizza is a food that I like that tastes so much that you know what I could <laughs> eat even though my body's well overstuffed. But I don't deny myself the ability to go eat pizza. But what I do is I say you know what every now and then I'm still going to enjoy pizza but i'm going to enjoy it in moderation from this point forward and i know that's exactly what eric was saying and i don't mean to 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 rain on anything eric uh but i think he knows what we're talking about all right so uh let's see do we have time for two more calls go ahead all right we're going to turn next to susan schaefer she called in uh some stuff from uh something that's going on at her office i think
4: Hi, Father Roderick and Cliff. This is Susan Schaefer from Aurora, Colorado, and I'm calling to leave a message for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. First, I would like to say that I really enjoy listening to all the SQPN podcasts. They really make my day when they pop up in iTunes, and I download them immediately. Um, In regards to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, I would like to say that I have been struggling off and on for the last 8 to 10 years, putting on 20 pounds, taking off 20 pounds. I'm currently on the, uh, I, I am at 155 pounds where I need to be for my height and my weight, and so I am doing really well for that. But I struggle with getting to the gym and with eating the right proper foods that I should. Uh, I just wanted to put this out for you guys to help keep me motivated tomorrow. My company that I work for is bringing in Marie Calendar Pies tomorrow. Probably close to 800 pies that we're serving to our various employees. Oh my gosh. And I'm in charge of setting up the pies and cutting the pies and uh. serving the pies. And I absolutely adore pies. So my struggle tomorrow is going to be limiting myself to just one piece of pie. And it's going to be tough, but because I have now put this out, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to exercise a little more, a little more tomorrow after work to work off the calories for that one piece of pie and uh, try to get exercise in the rest of the week around Holy Week services. So there is my pledge for this week. And keep up the good job on your podcast. Keep us all motivated. Thanks, guys.
1: Wow, eight hundred Marie Calendar pies. That's just cruel. And that, I mean, that is a company that is not responsible. <laughs> that is that is not a responsible thing for a company to do. I must agree. Well, I, I would. You,
0: I would, oh, uh, you know, uh, in terms of a strategy um, I would eat before I went to, to work before I would even see a, one of those pies. I would make sure that my, my, my stomach is filled with salad and, uh, you know, with the uh, whole wheat bread and anything that gives me a, the feeling of being full because otherwise you make it so
1: difficult for yourself to resist. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I wonder how she did. I'll tell you what, we'll let you know how she did after I play this call from Fred from Long Island.
5: Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick, it's Fred from Long Island calling for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Just wanted to give you an update on my journey through the P90X Extreme Home Fitness Program, as they call it. I have completed two-thirds of the program, that's uh, eight weeks at this point, Uh, right? Is that correct? Four, four, yeah, eight weeks. So I'm starting week nine, and um, yeah, it's going pretty well. I, you know, I've been keeping track of my progress on the worksheets, and uh, I've been sort of lagging on the uh, pictures. They encourage you to take pictures at various points just to you know, kind of show your progress. Apparently, one guy I read about uh, took a picture every day. That would have been great to do, but you know, not really. So, uh, but I'm, I am enjoying it, and it's, it is a very varied program, um, you get to do a different workout every day and, uh, these cycles of three weeks, uh, kind of keep you in a routine, but yet it's, it's something different every day. Basically it's one day strength and one day cardio, and then you kind of switch and there's some yoga in there and jump training and whatever. So, um, what I am finding though, and Father Roderick mentioned this, uh, it is a big, chunk of time, it's, it's an hour to an hour and a half by the time you're done you know, getting ready and cleaning up and whatever, uh, per day, six days a week and I am tired. <laughs> so, I need to figure out a way to get in more sleep as I exercise, but other than that, I'm really enjoying it. I enjoy the tone that they set during the workouts with the trainer, Tony Horton, and his crew of people that kind of rotate a little bit through the workouts. Um, but, uh, yeah, fun stuff. And, um, I am enjoying the podcast and I will continue to listen. Thanks.
1: All right, Father Roderick, I know how you and I can both become millionaires. How would that be? We need uh, to, di- we, we need to devi- we, w- you and I can come together, collaborate and create a special device. People can buy at two o'clock in the morning. <sighs> And, and, it, and it'll, it'll be called the, it'll be called, we'll, I don't know what we'll call it, but we'll create some kind of special hammock or something that, <laughs> that for you not to fall out of bed while you're sleeping, you must do some kind of balancing thing with your legs and, and stuff like that. And, and, and so therefore your body while you're sleeping subconsciously is trying to keep you level without being dumped into the floor. <laughs> anyway so, and <laughs> if we if we could find a way to exercise in our sleep fred we'll let you know so so p90x father roderick i have i happen to know that i believe you purchased this program didn't you yes yes and I've been
0: uh, doing that off and on. It's I, I really I totally agree with that feedback. It's 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 very challenging. It's it's definitely not for beginners. You need to be already very fit in order to start it, but the results have been amazing in terms of, uh, special especially the, you know. Getting more muscular and and getting more upper body strength. Um, however, it, it also requires that you're really fit. And uh, since I'm struggling with this arm, I try I tried actually uh, a bit of the program uh, the other week, and I just couldn't do it because I couldn't do the push-ups. So I will just have to be patient and wait for uh, for this uh, infection or what it is to uh, to pass. But uh, I, I like the. The diversity, and that's true for a lot of exercise and fitness. Um, even in in the gym, you know, try out different devices. Do a little bit of cardio. Do do some uh, push-ups. Go running for a for uh you know 15 minutes. Do something else. That's kind of how how Bob and Jillian managed to train these participants for for six hours in a row. It's by just constantly alternating exercise and that's how it, it stays interesting that's how you keep people motivated but it's also how, how you actually uh, balance out the body because you, you cannot run for five hours <laughs> but you can do a bit of upper body a little, little bit of uh, cardio a bit of uh, running and and uh, you know
1: all these different exercises and, and uh, p90x definitely does that That's awesome. Somebody was asking in the chat room on my end over here, you know, what kind of uh, workouts have I been doing? And, you know, I I, that one thing I have taken advice from you and so many other people, Father Roderick, is is mixing up, you know, keeping your body always guessing what it needs to do, Uh, because I I do a lot of walking. I've been, you know, playing around with this running stuff. And I also like those bikes that I had mentioned a couple episodes back at the YMCA and uh, the one thing I haven't really got into is the weightlifting, and and that maybe that's something I should start looking into. At the Y. they have a bunch of stuff there, and they've got those trainers to teach you how to use it. So yeah, you, you might want to get a trainer to help you with that. But
0: that is definitely um, uh, more like medium-term results. But it it's definitely uh, worth working on, especially since you're, you know, you're shedding the pounds. There's a risk that you become a little bit flabby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And so it will really help you define um, the, the muscles and define your, especially upper upper body. And and, it's, uh, and of course, the more muscle you have, the, the more calories you will burn because muscle tissue burns calories even if you don't use the muscles. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, oh yeah, it's like this ongoing muscle um, uh, factory, a uh, uh, calorie burning factory. <laughs> if you have more muscle,
1: <laughs> awesome. Hey, I have a, I have a question. Do you know these folks that go? For, you know, they lose two hundred fifty some odd pounds. Do these people have surgery afterwards? For, for uh, not on the Biggest Loser. No, they just cover it. Uh, they
0: they hide it a little bit. Um, you will notice that in the final weeks the contestants will not go, uh, you know, a bare upper body anymore. Yeah. And it's because of all the, all the excess skin. Right. And it, the younger people are, the the more the skin will actually kind of retract. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and so for for a guy like Mike, uh, despite the fact that he is ginormous, um, uh, actually it, 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 the, the skin will probably retract a, a lot. But but the older contestants, um, yeah, if you if you really want to you know, look, look, trim. There might be some some corrective surgery that is done, uh, but but I don't think that they do that during The Biggest Loser. That that's something for later if they want to. Right.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm eager to find out how Susan did with her Pie Day. Are you eager to find out? Sure. All Let's right. hear it. Let's hear it.
4: Hi, this is Susan Schaefer calling from Aurora, Colorado. I called you two days ago to tell you about uh, upcoming Pie Day at my work. That. I was going to be in charge of serving pies to um, the employees. And I just thought I'd give you a follow-up. I got up early in the morning and went to the gym and exercised, even though I absolutely hate getting out of bed early in the morning. And then I only had a half of a piece of cherry pie. So even though I was faced with all that temptation and that wonderful food that I normally would have three pieces of, I only had half. And it turns out I ended up losing a uh, pound and a half of weight yesterday because of all the exercise I did huh. and walking around with the serving. So anyways, I just thought I'd let you know that you guys have, are a good motivation for me and uh, keeping me strong on the path that I need to be on. Thanks. Thanks.
1: Susan, wow. That is awesome. <laughs> Mental strength. Mental strength. Absolutely. She survived the attack of the pies. Well, hey, I'll tell you what, folks. We really appreciate getting your audio feedback here for our podcast, and it's it's been an honor. I really like that idea of of calling in and saying, "Hey, this is this is a challenge that I'm facing." And these are the decisions I'm making in advance about how I'm going to handle that situation and then calling in after the situation to let us know how it worked out. I really like that format. Yeah, yeah, me too. So <laughs> it creates a little bit of attention. So is she really going to make it? <laughs> And uh, it's a good payoff. There we go. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for subscribing to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. If you know somebody else out there that enjoys the show, would you tell them to head over to biggestloserpodcast.com? You know somebody that doesn't enjoy the show, but yet really enjoys being encouraged and motivated and needs a little extra push to, to get them out the door, to get moving. Hopefully you could tell them that, hey, the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, you don't even have to watch the show To get insights here, because that's the way we try to design this thing. Father Roderick, what else is going on in your world that you want to tell people to check out this week? Oh, I'm having a lot of fun with Farmville. (laughs) I'm doing a show about Farmville. (laughs) It's called "The
0: Secrets of Farmville." You can find that. You just type it in in iTunes, and you'll find it. I also do a new show, uh, "The Secrets of Star Trek," because I'm I'm a huge Trekkie, and. and and it's not just about Farmville and Star Trek. We also have discussions about, well, in Farmville, you know, symbolism that is in the game. Um, yeah, every once in a while, they will celebrate the you know, like Easter or Christmas, etc. So we get to talk about more than just Farmville. And Star Trek, same thing. We talk about all the mythology and all the symbols in Star Trek and, you know, moral themes. It's a lot of fun. So you can find both those on, on iTunes.
1: Hey, what about your lost party, uh, Cliff? When is that taking place? Of course, that is uh, the weekend of Saturday, uh, May 22nd and Sunday, May 23rd. And, uh, we actually have, uh, we've reserved an entire restaurant in a hotel, uh, the Hilton hotel here in the, at the Cincinnati airport, we've reserved the entire place is just for lost fans. We're bringing in HD projectors, big, huge honking HD screen. Uh, it's going to be an amazing event with Lost fans, not just from our local area. Uh, Father Roderick, we've had people come from as far as Germany. There, actually, we our first one of our first parties, we had two guys from the Netherlands come. Uh, we've had people from Germany, uh, the and Belgium. Actually, Winnie from Belgium's coming back for the party, and people all over the United States. So anybody and everybody's welcome head to gspn.tv slash lost party if you want to uh find out more details in fact i have a promo do you care if we if we wrap things up with the promo sure all Go right ahead. all right well until next time everybody be a loser Followed the story.
5: Do you think we crashed on this
1: place by coincidence?
5: You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Sorry, Make your reservations.
1: We're going on vacation, baby.
5: 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May
0: 23rd. The Lost series finale party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost finale party. It's your last chance.
1: Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.